I'm Alex L. And I'm Libby Delena. Welcome, Welcome to, to This Morning, Morning Walk podcast. Good morning, Alex. Good morning, Libby. You had your walk yet today? I have not had my walk yet today. I will go after our conversation. What I've been finding is I've been going like when I'm like fully awake, you know, and like fully present <laughs> in my life instead of going like early. And so I've actually been going on afternoon walks more so than morning walks these days, just because I've been so tired. And I'm like, I don't want to go on a sleepy walk. I want to go on a walk when I'm fully awake and present. So I've been going between like 12 and two before the kids come home. So, so yeah, are you still doing your early morning, <laughs> your early morning walks or has anything changed? Yeah, I am. But I love that notion of making sure that we're fully awake when we go for a walk in so many ways, right? Awake, physically awake, mentally, spiritually, all that. So I totally understand that. I hear that. I've been going a little bit later than I have in the past, but it's really beautiful because often I've gone before the sun gets up and now I've been going right as the sun uh, is hitting all these blossoms and leaves. So it's really super beautiful. But what I would love to talk about with you this morning is a video you posted on our community Instagram. I think you posted it on May 1st, which feels really beautiful. There's something that feels really like the launch of spring of May Day and May 1st. And it was a picture of you. It was a video of you and Maxie going for your walk. And I have to say, as soon as I played it, this big, huge smile came across my face because what you showed us was the two of you in your rain boots. It had just rained and you were on your walk and dear sweet Maxie was jumping up and down in those puddles. You were finding puddles. You were seeking them out. You were not trying to go around them which I think we can often do as we get older. We don't want to get our shoes wet or we don't want to spend any time in the puddles, but it was really, really lovely. And so I'd love to talk to you about the joy of walking. And before we start our conversation, it made me think of this one line from, I think it's Mary Oliver, a quote that she wrote in one of her poems, which is, it goes something like this. If you're suddenly and unexpectedly feel joy. Don't hesitate. Give into it, right? Whatever it is, don't be afraid of its sort of generosity. It's plenty. Joy is not made of a crumb, she said, which I love. And I think as I watched the two of you, you weren't hesitating with the joy. You were splashing and jumping and it was so beautiful. So I'd love to talk about the joy of walking. It's so interesting because being on walks with my kids, especially when we go on one-on-one -on -one walks, I have three girls, as you know, and going on walks with them one-on-one -on -one is probably the most fun. All of us together can be kind of chaotic, but one-on-one -on -one time feels really intimate and special, especially with the younger ones, because they are so curious and they are so free and they love being outside. And to be honest, I've talked about this before, like I don't really love walking with my kids, but when I do, it is the slowing down that I need to really be curious like them and be in joy with them. When I started this walking practice, it was really centered around 
me. It was a selfish practice. It still is actually. And I don't say selfish in a negative way. Actually, it's a really like invigorating way, especially as a partner and a mother. It's like the walks are mine, like they're my time. But on the rare occasion that I'm with a kid, it's like, wow, I am moving so slow. This isn't my favorite thing to do, but I love splashing in puddles. I love picking up buttercups and putting them under my chin with them and seeing if I like butter. You know, like those silly, joyful moments of presence. And I think when me and Maxie were out on our walk, it had just rained and we didn't know it rained. So I looked outside and I was like, oh, there's going to be puddles. And I got so excited. And she said, outside, mama? And I said, yeah, let's go. So she put on her snow boots because her rain boots are way too big for her. So she put on her snow boots and I put on my new rain boots and we just went out and we had fun. And I didn't go on a walk like expecting to like get my mile in or expecting to, you know, have this meditative Zen moment, which I really needed. But I think I also needed that joy and that fun and that presence with her and that time with her. And as I was reflecting on my days and my week, I started a new gratitude challenge on my gratitude newsletter. And when I was reflecting on my weekend, like I had one-on-one time with each of my girls this weekend, which is so rare. I went to a flea market with Charlie. I took Isla to get her first trim. And then we went to her auntie's house. And then me and Maxie went on a rainy puddle jumping walk. And It was so beautiful to recall that joy and that fun and to invite my children into my space, into my sacred space of walking. Like me and Charlie were walking around and, you know, it was just lovely. And it reminds me of how worthy I am of joy and how worthy my children are of joy and how even when we set out to do something like our walk, which we like doing by ourselves, it's sometimes really stunningly beautiful to have company, even if it's a two and a half year old chasing after puddles, you know? So I'm smiling so big right now, just thinking back because it's really sacred and special to build these joyful moments with people that we love. Oh my gosh, I'm smiling too, which is the intention of our walking practice, right? Is to use it as a place to nourish ourselves, to heal ourselves, and also remind ourselves of these joyous moments. I think I feel that joy is right at our fingertips at any given moment. And sometimes it takes, you know, walking with somebody else or walking with a child to remind ourselves of its presence right there and the ability to see it. And I have to say, I thought of you two this morning on my walk because I went out, I was wholly unprepared. I didn't check the weather app. And there I was halfway around my sort of usual loop and it started to pour, absolutely pour. Now, I very easily, I almost tiptoed into the land of being grumpy pants, you know, walking myself into grumpy town and oh my gosh, I'm cold and I'm wet and I'm uncomfortable. And then truly I thought of the two of you and that puddle scene. And I just, 
I sort of shifted around and I started looking for the puddles. I practically was dancing up to each puddle <laughs> to jump in it. I am absolutely certain any car that drove by me was really wondering if I was all right. And then I turned on some music and I literally started jumping around. And I think, you know, what sort of showed up for me was my 10-year-old self, my eight-year-old, nine-year-old, 10-year-old self who loved being outdoors, who loved seeing the petals falling off the cherry trees. It was like, this very beautiful organic confetti as if you and I've talked about how beautiful that is. So I think, you know, the opportunity for a walk, as you and I have said, is not about the mileage. It's not about the number of steps. It's about the opportunity to touch in with some very powerful moments. And I would say for me, it was recognizing my eight, 10 year old self who like you and Maxie, just loved finding those puddles. And actually, I found myself walking along and seeing the worms on the, who were trying to come out of the puddles <laughs> yep. and sort of picking them up and moving them back. And at some point, I thought, well, gosh, I'm never going to get home if I continue with this. But yeah, it was really joyous. Tell me about your inner child, your young Alex, and how walks might touch into her. When I think about my younger self, I often think about how sad she was and how she felt so unsafe and stuck and unloved. And the work I do with my clients and myself is finding a moment or two where we can be a mentor and a safe place for our inner child and our younger self. And so oftentimes when I'm on my walks, and a lot of the time when I'm by myself, I really give myself the time to not rush, to not feel like I'm in somebody's way, to not feel like I'm unworthy for taking my time, for slowing down and smelling the roses and taking things one step at a time. Because growing up, I didn't feel like I had that space. I felt very rushed very in the way. And so I think joy in my walks alone or with someone else is probably the most beautiful gift of safety I can give myself. Like I can slow down. I can jump in puddles. No one is rushing me or pulling me along. No one is telling me to speed up or put that down or anything. It's just easeful. And while every walk I go on is not a meditative, reflective walk, quite a few of them show me where I need to comfort myself and where I need to allow myself to just be. And I have found a lot of freedom over the past 220-something days. I've lost count and I haven't checked in a few days. I have learned so much about holding space for myself, holding steady for myself, being at ease with myself and truly loving myself through this journey, this next stage in life as I watch my children grow up. And, you know, I'll be 33 July 25th of this year. And it's like, wow, I've come so far. And there have been so many times when I thought I wouldn't be here. And so as I take each step and each moment of joy that greets me, it's truly a celebration. 
it is truly a celebration of life and of possibility and of healing that we are able to go on these walks, like that we are able-bodied enough to go on these walks, that we are connected to ourselves enough to keep this promise, that we are so deeply rooted in that joy finding and that ease finding that we are open and able to share with other people, you know? And so it's so much deeper than just going for a walk and jumping in a puddle. For me, it's really healing myself and being patient with myself and being present with everything that comes up, the good and the bad. Oh my gosh, that's so beautifully said. Heather, you um, use the language holding steady for yourself. And that's actually a new definition of joy for me. You're absolutely right. It isn't all the jumping in puddles and moving the worms off the street and the confetti falling off the trees, which certainly is joyful and in many ways is an external recognition of what joy looks like, right? Uh, that notion of holding steady, being incredibly joyful and creating a sense of safety and freedom. And when you said that, I just felt my whole nervous system relax. And that is joyful. That is healing that is, I, don't, I think that's maybe actually what my eight-year-old self recognized as being a true sense of self. And I'm not sure I would have described it as joyful when I was eight, but boy, when we reference our younger selves, I think that notion of wanting that feeling of steadiness, of safety, of freedom, I'm not sure I know how to link it all other than to say, when you said those two words, I felt a great sense of ease as a result of that, a comforting, joyful place. Thank you for sharing that. I think my definition of joy just expanded. Mm. I'm glad that resonated. And it's so crazy because I don't think about the things that I just said until we're in conversation, you know, like, mm -hmm. because it's like this invitation to slow down and really reflect on like what this life is and what this practice of walking is. And that's kind of the nudge I want to give everybody who's listening, who is walking with us, right? It's like, when you slow down, what does joy look like? When you slow down, what does safety look like? How can you find that through each step? And not just while you're walking, but like in your daily life, you know, bringing this mindfulness and this self-inquiry like to the forefront of our busy lives and our busy minds you know I think that's such a gift that we can give ourselves so even if you need to phone a friend and ask that question to talk through it I think that is such a good idea because it's not until like me and Libby have these conversations where I'm like oh snap there is something there I mean just to repeat that you know when we slow down what does joy look like when we slow down, what does safety look like, feel like? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think those are such important questions. And as you said, we, you know, we don't practice these conversations. <laughs> these thoughts simply show up. And you know, amazing that we have a practice that enables us to 
do this kind of deep inquiry and with each other and with this beautiful walking community. Yeah. So thank you for the, your jumping video, because it brought us to this beautiful landing spot. When we slow down, what does joy look like? Hmm. I'm going to be thinking about that for a while. Me too. Me too. Yeah. So you having any tea? I am having coffee today. (laughs) (laughs) That's what joy looks like today. That's what joy looks like today. (laughs) A cup of coffee and it's in a beautiful marigold yellow East Fork pottery mug, which is my favorite ceramics brand in the world. And it's really yummy. So I'm I'm cheating today and having and having coffee versus tea. What are you drinking today? Well, you and I always joke that we're the same person. I just happen to be twice your age, but I too have an East Fork mug right now. My absolute favorite. There's something about the weight of that and the size of the cup so that by the time I get to the bottom of my tea, it's still warm. Oh my gosh, that... It's absolutely one of my favorite mugs. And I'm simply having a Lapsang Souchong, which sounds very special. It's a tea I love. It's very smoky. So it almost feels like a bowl of tea when you sit next to a fire. It's, I don't know, it's really delish. (laughs) I needed something a little more powerful this morning than my usual chai. I don't know if it has a lot of caffeine or not, but it's a beautiful cup this morning. And I love that we're drinking out of the same mug. Of course we are. (laughs) Of course we are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for this conversation. Thank you for talking about joy. And I'm going to see you soon at your wonderful event at the Kennedy Center as you host an event about Hey Girl, your beautiful podcast. And if anybody hasn't listened to that, please go listen to it. It's one of my faves. Thank you. So uh, I can't wait to see you. And um, we'll talk before then. Yes, for sure. I'll see you next week. Okay. (laughs) Bye. This Morning Walk podcast is produced by me, Wayne Bertram. Me, Alex L. And me, Libby Delena. If you enjoy the show, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and review. Your support is greatly appreciated. Don't forget to follow This Morning Walk on Instagram for weekly journal prompts and photos from our walks. Until next time. Take care. Thanks Thanks for for walking walking with us. us.